See, ladies and gentlemen, that is why Scravey gets all of the work that he gets from Chris and I. That happened at some point last week where I probably wasn't paying attention, quite frankly. They discussed something, and I repeated it, and guess what happened? It ends up as an open. It was and just it, so funny because we had talked it, about it 10 minutes before. And he is just having the greatest time listening to my mess up. Oh. Well, oh. the good thing is, is everybody who listens to our show knew that Carl Sheffers was the referee. I guarantee that's the only <laughs> reason I know. nobody who didn't know that. Because we made it quite clear. We and, you did. know, Carl's crew didn't throw too many flags yesterday. There was they did only, a nice uh, job. Yeah, six uh, penalties well, on the Eagles. For, except for the Phillies fans <laughs> yeah. don't think he did a nice well, job. Yeah, Eagles fans. Call, Excuse me. But, uh, there was Philly, only 47 yards in penalties. Oh, I thought you said Phillies. My bad. But um, sorry, yeah. Don't give me that Carl, evil eye. Carl was restrained. I was amazed at how many calls though had to be replayed and you know looked at again from the fumble by Miles Sanders that was returned for a touchdown that was not called a fumble and was eventually called an incomplete pass. That was very close. You know, people didn't talk too much about that, but Nick Bolton, uh, the Chiefs, almost got a second touchdown. What did you think of that one, Tony? The the one that Miles Sanders caught, then he turned around. He barely started to take a step when he got tackled. I Maybe I wasn't looking at that right. I actually thought he possessed the ball. They said he did not complete the process of a catch. I don't know what else he had to do. But th- they called that an incomplete pass instead of a fumble. I think he was missing the the football move, right? I mean, he, he yeah. definitely caught it. Right. But before he could make the football move, my he man got, he got slammed. My man was in his chest his ca- okay. chest cavity there. Yeah. So, uh I thought listen, it did take listen, that is how you, how instant replay was used in yesterday's game is the exact way you hope it plays out every time. Yeah. They look at it, they they get the call right, they move on. Now, the the holding call, I I, I didn't think that there was much to it. You cannot at any under any circumstance, grab a, grab a jersey, jersey when the guy is running away from you. Now, if you get a t- hold of it while you guys are engaged, you probably can get away with it. But once he turns to go a direction and your jersey pull looks like it's stopping him from going in that direction, I don't care how long you have the jersey, it's going to be called holding. Yeah, and we've talked about this so many times in the past, but it, it, the people say, well, the ref shouldn't decide the game. Well, if he didn't call it, he decides the game. He might have decided the game by not calling it. Right. So it was a penalty. It should have been called. The only thing I will say is I'm going to go to the Jesse Agler thing on this one, and that is they've got to get rid of this stupid notion that we need a lot of evidence to overturn the call on the field. Yeah, I, I don't like that. You're either safe or you're out. You either caught the ball or you didn't. I don't care what the call was on the field. That, to me, bothers me. The Dallas Goddard play that they called a catch on the sidelines was like a split second as to whether or not he hauled it in before his foot came off the ground. They decided we don't have enough evidence to overturn it. I don't like that. I want the call to be either yes or no based on the replay information we have. So, In Jesse's defense, he thinks... That rule works for football because there is gray area in a lot of their calls. Whereas safe and out, right, are fair or foul, fair or foul, are, doesn't matter what the call is on the field. No, it shouldn't matter at all. In this case, you can in, in football you can understand why it's being used. Now, I agree with you. I did not think I'm about to mess his name up again. 
Sheffers? Go Goddard. 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 He was on your football team, was he not? And this I called year? him Goddard all year long. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, Goddard. I did not think he made that catch. When the ball is looked to me when it was juggling, that foot was down at that point. Right. And then it came up when he got possession, and he only got one foot down at that That's point. That's what I thought, too. But, you know, I, well, yeah. I don't know. They did a good job overall. <laughs> they did. They did. They did a good job. It wasn't, the, you know, a lot of, like I said, some Eagles fans are going to take this. You know, to their grave. But uh, oh, that call sure cost them the Super Bowl. But I, I don't think most of us, the rest of us who didn't have, you know, as much of a horse in the race really feel like the refs decided that game. No. I mean, here, it was holding. Here, the guy himself said it was holding. I was holding. just about to say, here is the guy who made the play on the field. Yeah. But you hold on it enough for that call at that time. I mean, that's not up for my judgment. You know, I, I was hoping he would let it go. But, of course, you know, he's a ref. The big game, um, and it was it was a hold, so they called it. There you go. There it's it a is. <laughs> there you Case go. Case closed. Yeah. yeah, there's really no argument. You don't have much of an argument there. So, yeah, uh, scrape daily gambit. Yep. it went down. It did. We had a lot of bets. Yes, we did. Prop bets and all. Let's see how I went. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. And everybody, please gamble responsibly. I saw a lot of sad people out there on the internet after their, their bets did not hit. You know what this is right here? What? Is that our bet? Yeah. Oh, that was a good sound, too. We were close. I we mean, were. honestly. Well, I guess we weren't close. The Chiefs hadn't had the ball yet. Yeah, we picked Travis Kelsey to score the first touchdown of the game. It's 162 bucks. we would have won. We got the second touchdown. But, uh, it's because they deferred. Yeah. Chiefs. Stupid weren't Chiefs. Thinking, thinking of for us there. Yeah. But, but I, saw, uh, I saw a lot of sad people. But uh, here are some of the better bets that I saw hit. Over the weekend. Now, this was a full season bet. The bet was made on September 8th, and it was a five leg parlay on all the different NFL awards. It was 26 million to one, basically. So, this person picked Justin Jefferson, who won AP uh, Offensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa, Defensive Player of the Year, uh, Sauce Gardner, Defensive Rookie, Patrick Mahomes, MVP. The only one that they did not cor- correctly pick was Chris Olave. They said that he was going to be the offensive rookie of the year. Ended up going to our guy, his, Garrett his Wilson. Other te- his former teammate. At Ohio State. Yeah, mm. so he would have, uh, yeah. or he or she would have won lots of money on You know this. how much they get? They get the same amount we got for losing our bet. Zero. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, that's Excuse all right. Me. Also, there was a bet made on uh, all four of the major champions. Here in the United States for sports of so the Chiefs, Warriors, Avalanche, and Astros. This person put fifty bucks down. Guess what they made back? Fifty six thousand eight hundred and fifty eight dollars. I don't know that I'd be able to pitch, pick the NHL winner or the baseball winner 
for that matter. Or the football winner, for that matter. <laughs> since you or the, the NBA winner, for that matter. For that matter, yeah. You picked the 49ers and the Bengals in the Super Bowl, and that was just a week before the championship wrong. game. So, so that person's 50. Yeah. Oh, oh, I do remember what happened with this person. What, what happened? They tweeted this out saying that if, if I hit, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend after the bet hits. And so the bet hit, and they proposed to his girlfriend. Oh, Who's that? Two people proposed? You they, said no, one person. Oh, you said they proposed. He, oh, sorry. He proposed. Yeah. Next one. I see you, Tony. <laughs> Next one is actually a lot of money being spent on this one. Someone bet $3,520 on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl and Argentina to win the World Cup. So they did. This happened, and they ended up. Retu- uh, the return was $120,000. Okay. So that's awesome. That's now, very good for them. To our Super Bowl bets. Actually, one, one more bet that Chris handicapped on Friday. Got a uh, message from someone on Twitter. I think you were tagging it, Chris, saying the in-house bookie is here to stay because Chris <laughs> said 10.5-point favorites were the Aztecs. Yes, he did. The UNLV Rebels lost by 11, so you were able to... Close. I, do you know what the real line was? Yes, it was nine. Oh, so, oh, we, so got a, we got a real we got line in house bookie. In the I, was closer, I was closer than the real line. I'm two steps closer to being your enforcer. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> All right, Super Bowl bets. Score in the first minute. We would of- never get our money back. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have our money back? No. All right, I'll see you later. Score in the first minute of the game for the Super Bowl. We all said no, and no one scored in the first uh, minute of the game, so we were correct there. Will a player record an octopus? The yes was plus 650. I really wanted to say yes, but I didn't think it was going to happen. But the octopus did hit, which means a touchdown and a two-point conversion back-to-back by the same player, which happened when Jalen Hurts scored a rushing touchdown and then ran in the two-point conversion. And I thought about it as soon as it happened. I went, there's that eight-point thing, and I didn't remember what it was called. (laughs) The octopus. (laughs) eight-point thing. Yeah. Uh, the next one, will the longest field goal record of 54 yards be broken? And we all said yes, just thinking that they were going to attempt one, but it wasn't even attempted. There's only, what, two field goals or three field goals attempted in the game? Four. Four. Because the Chiefs guy missed one in the first right. half, which led to another bet cashing in. It did, and we'll get to that in a second. We also bet on will the single team record of 55 points be broken. We all said no, and we were right in that one. It was only 38 was the highest score. What color liquid will be poured on the winning coach? Now, there was a lot of controversy over this because the TV... Uh, they didn't show the Gatorade no, they color. Didn't. They didn't and show there it were people, people were like, what color was it? Yeah, they were losing their mind because everybody bets on the Gatorade color. Uh, I think it was green and yellow was the favorite to win at plus 125. Purple actually ended up being the Gatorade color. It was Best plus 800. Gatorade. Really? Yes. Chris, you said red. Tony said blue. I said water. Well, we were red and blue. We <laughs> were together. Water. Red and blue together is purple. So, Both. Oh, you guys there are it is. We knew we what we were um, doing. We're going to have to revisit the. I think we just found our countdown. Best Top Gatorade five flavor. Gatorade flavors. <laughs> I think we just found it. Uh, so purple you know, one. You know, that's really kind of a dangerous bet because, I mean, you put that up there on the board. What color Gatorade there is somebody, uh-huh. an equipment guy somewhere, I, yeah. that's in charge of making the Gatorade. Yes, he is. And they could see, you know what, purple is plus 800. I'm going to make purple Gatorade just in case we win this Ooh, game. I'm going to bet on it. I've watched many. You could really cash Where's in on the chain that? of custody I've watched many clubhouse attendants be brutalized for their Gatorade mix. Oh, so wow. It's a, it's a big deal. Like yeah. It becomes too sweet. You don't have the right colors. 
guys would be on your head about it. Sure. That's so, a big but, deal. But it is a big deal. Listen, Gatorade's, Gatorade's a little watery today. Hey, hey, you need to add a little more mix to that, man. It's I'm not, sure it's he's not like, it. oh, get right on that. <laughs> <laughs> Believe uh, me, they get right on it. Yeah, so, so everybody was wondering. Everybody had to go to the internet to find out what color Gatorade was poured purple was the answer. Next one. Will passing record of 505 yards be broken? We all said no, and we were all correct. Uh, Jalen Hurts had 304 yards, which was the most. Will any player propose to his girlfriend on the field after the game? Chris said yes. He believes in. He believes in. Are love. you sure that it didn't happen? He believes in love. I haven't. I, I checked all over the internet and I couldn't find it. So I I'm think sure that you no checked all over the internet for that. I did. I was up all night checking for Thank that. Thank you. Uh, here's one <laughs> that you. we also bet on. I did think that there was going to be a doink on a field goal or a missed uh, extra point. And Chris attempt. and I laughed at you. Yes. Go yes, ahead. Get it out you the did. way. There was a doink, baby! Yes, there was. Plus First three field goal. First field goal, too. It paid off early. Yeah, I love it when they always go, let's hear it again. And then they, <laughs> they, they an crank up the volume <laughs> of the it boom. Is, there is a, a secret obsession about hearing the ball <laughs> hit off the pole. It's, always, it's, it's unmistakable. It's dong. But anyway, last one from that series of betting. Will any player be ejected throwing a punch or fighting? No, we were all correct. Now, we all said Patrick Mahomes would win the Super Bowl MVP. He did. Plus 130 there. Patrick Mahomes over under 16 and a half yards rushing. Chris, you weren't here the, that day, but Tony and I both said under. We were both very wrong. Yeah, we were. But I know one that I was rushing. right about. Yes, I brought, I'm oh, going to get to oh, it. Oh, you're going to get to that. Okay, and I, I hate know. it because it was right. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes over under 38 and a half passing attempts. We all said over, but... He only had 27, so we were way yeah, under that He didn't that need one. any. I mean, no. he only had six incompletions and only one and, in the second half. And the Eagles really, had the ball the whole they, game. They did a phenomenal did. job with outrunning the ball, of yeah. keeping the ball out of Mahomes. Yeah. That's because of that stupid third and one play <laughs> that I hate. That's why they kept the ball so much. The Yeah, true. The Patrick Mahomes next one over under 290 and a half passing yards. You both said over. I said under. Believe it or not, he only had 182 yards passing in that game. Yeah, well, he just, like Tony said, he was a surgeon underneath all day. All day. Now, here's Chris's bet. He said that the Patrick Mahomes' first run was going to be over a yard and a half. I said No, three and a half. Oh, three? Oh, I was stressing over nothing. Yeah, no, it had to be over three and a oh. half yards on well, his you first got attempt. Yeah, he got eight yards. As soon as he did that, I was like, Chris was right. Yeah, I, I hate this. I got that one right. Uh, next one. Pat- Scraby just be at the crib hating. Yeah, we just, hate, <laughs> just hating for no reason. Patrick Mahomes recorded 150-plus passing yards in each half. He did not, and we all said no. Will the Chiefs convert a fourth-down attempt? We said yes. They didn't even attempt they get, one. Yeah, they got to one The Eagles down, tried right? about six of them. No, they, they only officially they only had two. And That's two for said, two, okay, though, yeah. on that yeah. stupid play, that sneak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we already said that Travis Kelsey, our bet is over. Isaiah Pacheco. I think I'm going to look at him for fantasy next year. Might not be a bad idea. Over- I had him this year. He didn't do much. <laughs> well, that's because you had him. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> yeah. Over under 69 and a half rushing plus receiving yards. He did not catch a pass, but he did rush for 76 yards. We all said under, so we were all wrong either way. Kansas City Chiefs team total over under 24 and a half points. We, you guys said over. I said under, and it was over thirty-eight. My whole thing of this is going to be a defensive. Battle. Yeah, that worked out that, well for it, you. It was about two minutes, about a minute. No, 
Minute into the second quarter, you were like, ah, oh, no, this ain't going to No, be. no, no. It was after the second drive because they back-to-back went 7-7. It was like, bing, bing. Is a, yeah, I was like, this is going to be a shootout. Game. Yeah. yeah. A.J. Brown, over, under, 71 and a half yards receiving. He had 96. Tony said over. I said under. Receiving yards for Goder or Goder, if you're anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> over, under, 48 and a half. He had 60. Tony said under. I said over. Miles Sanders had a bad game. His over-under for rushing was 60 and a half yards. He only had 16. Tony and I both predicted that right. Under Devontae Smith, over-under 61 and a half yards. He had 100. Tony and I both said he was over. Yeah. Jalen Hurts passing TDs. His over-under was one and a half. Tony said under. I said over. He only had one passing touchdown, so Tony wins that one. Passing yards, Jalen Hurts, 240 and a half. He had 304. Tony said over. I said under. We're almost there, people. <laughs> We're almost there. Longest completion for Jalen Hurts, over under 37 and a half. Tony and I both said over, and he had two 45-yard completions twice. Tony's doing the Padres point and bobblehead thing for predicting so many of these right. Yeah, good job, Tony. Jalen Hurts' is rushing I wish you would have predicted the one right that we did. I know, right? <laughs> Jalen Hurts' is rushing prop, 50 and a half rushing yards. Both of us said over. He had 70 yards. Yeah. Head-to-head, Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Patrick Mahomes was uh, favored in this matchup for passing yards by 50 and a half yards. It wasn't even close, though. Jalen Hurts had 304. You guys said Mahomes. Do you remember the one bet that I uh, that I brought up after the fact? Coin and flip? I said this. No, not the coin flip bet. Um, but I said that this could showed up in a lot of uh, experts' predictions, and I and I said I read it like four or five different times, and then I saw somebody on television pick it. So I brought it up to everybody and said, if you're going to bet one thing, this might be the way to go. I don't remember. I don't, don't remember. Either. Okay, the bet was Kenneth Gainwell oh, yeah, he over <laughs> 11 and a half yards receiving. I forgot, did he? Yeah, he had 20. Oh, wow. And he, he went over 11 and a half early in the second quarter. So if you had taken my advice there, and I didn't, but if you had taken <laughs> it, you would have won handily. You know, we have so. two, we just have too many bets to go over. They're, yeah, there's they're too not, many. They're not that great anyway. The John Morant assists versus Travis Kelsey receptions. Tra- John oh, Morant it's the crossovers. Had, yeah, yeah, John Morant had seven. Kelsey had six. So Jaw took that one. I called him Jaw like I know him. Uh, the other one was going to be a Jalen Hurts rushing versus LeBron James points. Thanks, assists. LeBron. But LeBron ever since LeBron play. scored the record, he's been sitting out. I don't know what's it's happening. Hurting, man. It's scaring me a little so, bit. That's it. We, we can wrap Real quick. Sure. I know we got to get to break. Uh, I picked this up over the weekend. Malik Bridges. Malik Bridge. Malik Bridges. No, Bridges, yeah. Um, big Padre fan. Yes, he did oh, the yeah. he was talk- Padre celebration he on was, a three-pointer. He was talking yeah. about watching. He enjoys watching Padres. Big fan of Manny Machado and enjoys their wisdom, Night at the Roxbury. Uh, is that what it is? I call I, it the bobblehead. That's what I call it, Night at the Roxbury. Uh, when they point when after they point a base after hit. After a double yeah. or extra base hit. And, yeah. Uh, he enjoys. It. I just definitely big he celebrated fan. with that after a three pointer. Yeah, Many Padre it. fans they asked were... him about it after the game, and he, yes. he, he told those. Many story. Padre fans were very happy with Mikhail Bridges on that one. You know, if you do anything for the Padres, fans are going to be happy with points. it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get to break. When we come back, the college basketball rankings have moved again, and so have your Aztecs. More going to Chris on the way. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, 
and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome back to the uh, get-together here. 326 is the time. Wow. We're uh, kind of late here, Scraper. Did you... Did you have a bunch of bets to go over in the Daily Gambit or something? Uh, I, I did, and I was uncomfortable throughout the entire segment knowing what we were doing. That was rather lengthy. You're pitting right now, Scray. What's going on, man? Uh, I'm what? You're pitting right yes, now. Yes, I am. <laughs> and I forgot deodorant today, so it might get a little stinky. In here. You yes. forgot? Yeah. How is that not like an automatic thing before you go out the house? Because I ran out of deodorant, and I have deodorant in the car as a backup, but I forgot to do it. Interesting. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. Unbelievable. Yeah, he it's says. not surprising. It, it, actually, it isn't unbelievable. You're you, and you do these kinds of things. Uh, Aztecs are the new number 21 ranked team in the nation, following a victory over UNLV on Saturday. Aztecs go to 20 and 5. Adam Seiko, once again on point for three, from three point land, 6 of 10. 18 points. Matt Bradley named the Mountain West Conference Player of the Week after he had 17 points following up his uh, outstanding effort last Wednesday at Utah State. Nathan Mensah, 11 points, 11 rebounds. And the Aztecs rolled UNLV, led by 20 at halftime, and uh, cruised to the victory. And uh, they are now 20-5. and five. I did point this out yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw my tweet on this but the uh, aztec women's team won both its games last week and so they are 20 and 7 that means both the men's and women's programs have won 20 games there's only three other schools in the nation who have done that they are texas gonzaga and as of last night ucla so good on the aztecs basketball programs both reaching the 20 win plateau over the weekend Nicely done. Yes, indeed. They uh, played some more good basketball. Yeah, over they look the weekend. good. They look they they seem like they're starting to round into that type of. It was an interesting team. That interesting we've been point that Mark Ziegler made in his uh, article today in the Union Tribune about Nathan Mensa. Mensa once again was brilliant uh, on Saturday. Eleven points, eleven rebounds. Remember the game, the last game he had at home a couple of weeks ago against Boise State when he had nineteen points and. I don't know, four or five block shots. He just went crazy in that game. And then in between at Utah State, he was hardly heard from. Don't forget, Nathan Mensa has a bit of an issue with altitude and a bit of an issue with uh, – what? Is, I, I, I'm blanking out on the, on the best description for this. Asthma? I don't think he has asthma, but he doesn't. Remember he sat out the beginning of a season a couple of years ago? Yes. It had something to do with being able to catch his breath and being able to I do recall go out what you're perform. talking about. Yeah. I, I can't remember exactly what the diagnosis was. But Mark Ziegler brought that up in his article today. Said Nathan Mensa, when he plays at sea level, is one of the best centers on the West Coast. And you know, when you see him on the road, he doesn't, you know, at altitude, which there is so much of in the Mountain West Conference, he doesn't have quite the same impact on a game. I thought that was interesting. But, um, you know, Mensa did a, had another great game. Look, the Aztecs are in it's great back-to-back shape back-to-back right great, great games for, by Mensa. Yeah, back-to-back home games. Yeah. But like I said, in between at Utah State, 
he, he didn't he didn't have a big a big impact. Ladie really took over that game uh, on the inside. But anyway, good on the Aztecs. They roll eighty two seventy one was the final. It was not really that close. And um, they continue to dominate UNLV, too, which is always fun. I think they've won 23 of the last 26 meetings, something like that. And there used to be a pretty good rivalry between the uh, the Aztecs fan base, the show, and the uh, the UNLV fan base. They used to go back in a – Amensa has altitude sickness. I just got there texted it is. from Ted out there. Thank you, Ted. So that explains uh, Uncle why Ted? he doesn't play as well. Ted Leitner? Uncle Ted? Who? Uncle Ted? Uncle Ted, no. Oh. No, Uncle Sorry. Ted doesn't text me. Oh, I thought no. Theodore texted me. I think a little bit of an either. <laughs> That's <laughs> not that? I meant to play this one. Now here's a concept. Bite me. There <laughs> he is. Play the right one. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but that one's funny every single time I hear it. So, All right. Uh, Aztec basketball continues Wednesday at Fresno State. They will go for victory number 21 on Wednesday. All right, we need a timeout here. When we come back, Scraby, I forgot what you said we're going to do, but before we get to that, I want to give a way a pair of tickets right now. A pair of tickets at 833-288-0973. First caller. You don't even know what I'm giving you, though. Two tickets oh, to the up. San Diego Legion Rugby Home Opener at Snapdragon Stadium. You'll also have a shot at winning a pair of VIP suite tickets to the game. Tickets are on sale now at sdlegion.com. Rugby. That's what that Philadelphia Eagles quarterback sneak looks like to me. Rugby. <laughs> it kind of does. I mean, it's not, it's not a lot. I mean, that's exactly what that play that's basically probably what comes from. Yeah. Uh, first caller, 833-288-0973. You'll get to go see the SD Legion Rugby Home Opener. If you are a fan of that, Snapdragon Stadium, call now to win. And then come on back with us on the other side for more exciting Gwen and Chris action. Congratulations to Greg. He came away with that prize. Legion tickets. Good old Legion tickets. Was that uh, rugby? Rugby. Yeah, I don't, you know, someone asked me to play rugby in college. And you look like you'd be all right in rugby. Yeah, you do look like you'd be a good rugby guy. Thank you, thank you. There's a lot of running. I'd like to see you at the bottom of that pile getting trampled on. That was the problem, Chris. In the first like day of practice, I was at the bottom of the pile. And someone... Oh, you you actually went to you actually went <laughs> well, out. It was like a you took them up on. Let's it. mess around and see if you like playing rugby type thing in and college. You were at the bottom of the pile. What happened? And someone cleated the back of my leg, and it was one of the most painful things. They just like didn't didn't mean to. They just fell and just. Completely put all of their weight oh, in the cleats on my, my leg. Do I don't I think they, they meant, meant to do it. That's I wasn't better than your hand, talker. bro. Yeah, it's better than my hand, but rugby is a rough sport. Dude, you play football. Yeah, I also have pads on. It's the no pads thing that's the <laughs> People problem. People can step on you in football. <laughs> it's, it's the no pads thing. No, you're thing. right. They can, but I'm fine at the bottom it's of the a no pile. It's the no pads thing, like you said. Yeah, and then people sitting on your head in the football they helmet. In, they do that in football, yeah, too. Yeah, but your helmet protects your head from being smooshed into the ground. <laughs> Rugby is a rough sport. I'm just letting you guys know. Scraby was not having it. Uh, this hour is sponsored by 5-Hour Energy. 5-HourEnergy.com. Remember college? 5-Hour Energy got you through. I know it got me through. The energy, the energized feeling you relied on back then still works today. Rediscover 5-Hour Energy. I'll get you through. It'll get you through it. 
Visit 5hourenergy.com. Uh, Scrape, we got some traffic? To Super Bowl we go. Mitch Holtis, who joined us. Was it last week he joined us? Beginning Thursday, of the week? Uh, Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday. Beginning of the week last week, we had Mitch Holtis on. And, man, you got to hear a lot of his voice. If you were rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs, if you had that particular radio call, let's play some Mitch Holtis. Let's go with the uh, first big play of the game for the Kansas City Chiefs. Kelsey's 18-yard touchdown pass. Mahomes in the pocket, floats a pass near side. Kelsey over the shoulder. He's got the catch. He's got the touchdown. Kansas City, a beautifully thrown ball as Mahomes to Kelsey, 18 yards officially, and the 14th time that Patrick Mahomes has found Travis Kelsey for a postseason touchdown second in National Football League history. Two things. Expect uh, that number to climb before it's all said and done, but I think we just figured out that the second 25-yard or whatever that uh, number we were talking about earlier was to Kelsey, but it was the one in the middle of the field where he was right. wide open yeah. and then ran for like another 15 yards. Yeah, Let's but go to the second play. That right there, though, was about the longest ball Mahomes threw the whole day. Right, though. right. A little 18-yarder over the shoulder to Kelsey. If he would have just done it before the Eagles had scored a touchdown, we would have cashed in. We'd all been a little yeah. bit richer. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs tied this game up. With their defense. Here's Mitch Holtis again. Spread set. Hurts by himself in the backfield. Threat to run and throw. Crouches down. He wants to run it. A oh, the ball's out. He kicks the ball. It's picked up by Kansas City. They're going to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown! Kansas City! A defensive score by Nick Bolton. I love his name, by the way. Nick I Bolton. love his name, and I guarantee you the Mitch Holtis, which he would have had his name making that call. That's the worst feeling in the world as a play-by-play guy. If you listen to that, he could not identify oh, Nick didn't Bolton pick it up on it. until he got to the end zone. I guarantee you Mitch Holtis would have loved to have had his name handy. Listen That's to that it. call again. You won't hear Nick Bolton's name till the very end. Spread set. Hurts by himself in the backfield. Threat to run and throw. Crouches down. He wants to run it. Oh, the ball's out. He kicks the ball. It's picked up by Kansas City. They're going to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Kansas City. A defensive score by Nick Bolton. I get it, but he also yeah, he hit it, it. He hit it really well. I mean, Chris picked up on it because naturally you want to tell everybody who's got the ball when he picks it up. Right. He didn't, but he ad-libbed perfectly. Yes, he did the exact thing he's got to do. He just kept announcing the play until it came to him. 100%. But that's all you can do. And and those are the toughest ones for any football announcer is a defensive play like that where the ball pops free and somebody picks it up. And You don't know where Mitch Holtus was sitting either. No. I know that the Fox crew is right at the 50-yard line. not every crew is. But not the radio guys. They're probably down in a corner somewhere. Usually they are. They don't have a great view of that game. So I give Mitch Holtus a break. But I guarantee you he he was dying to find that name. And finally he did. Now the Eagles would go up by 10. So we skip to the second half. And Pacheco, right? Did I say his name right? Pacheco who uh, actually had a really good game running the ball. He got the Chiefs within three. Second down, goal to go at the one. Pacheco in the backfield. Along with McKinnon. 
They hand it off. Left guard. It goes. Touchdown. Kansas City. Isaiah Pacheco. By the way, the Jarek McKinnon play at the end had every better out there just cursing because he laid down instead of going into the end zone. Well, good thing he laid down. down. Of course. Of course. The game. of course. It was the right move, but every better that had a Jarek McKinnon touchdown was just dying. Yeah, well, too bad. Yeah, I no, mean, that was just not going to happen. Well, too bad. They there probably was no were way salty. he was going in. No. If the Eagles would have been closer, they could have pushed him into the end zone. They, tried, they really did close. everything but push him in. They're yeah, like, go he, ahead, get in there. He was like, nope. I'm gonna yeah, they should have just... Well executed feet first slide, I must say. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing he did that. Um... I believe at that point the Eagles would add on a field goal. They go up 27-21. That would change on Cardarius Tony's touchdown. They're going to throw a quick pass to Tony. He's got it on the edge. He will walk into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Cardarius Tony on a pick route to the near side. Couldn't be more wide open. And this, wasn't, and this wasn't even a pick route. It wasn't it, even a pick route. It looked like it had to be a pick route because that's was how so open wide. he was. <laughs> nah. All he did was go in motion toward the line of scrimmage and then stop and turn around and run out the uh, toward the sideline, and the Eagles looked like they'd never seen that play before. I guarantee you, Biennemi, Andy Reid, both of them, somebody saw that on film and said, you know what, when Easily. you run toward the line of scrimmage. Because they did it twice. They pass a guy off. And we can probably get a guy open if we just turn him around and run him right back to the sidelines because they did it uh, right. They did it on two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and both of them were wide and, open. And it's and it can't just be. It's not just the fact that the Eagles are passing them off. Every team passes those wide receivers off, but they're not following the play through its entirety. Right, the guy starts in motion, yeah, and they just assume he's going to come to the other side. In both cases, he stops and they pass it off as if he's going to the other side. That's how he ended up. Davis Tony ended up wide open on that particular play. Now, he would have another impactful play, this time on a punt return. At one point, there were five Eagles surrounding him before he would get the 65-yard return. End over end, shorter punt, and Tony will take it low at the 35. Now cuts back to the right. He's got a wall set. If he can get to the edge, they can need to block the punter. They do. Tony's at the 40, up the sideline, at the 30. He's at the 20. Tony with the block trying to stay in place down to the five-yard line. Tony ran out of gas on a 65-yard punt return. Question. Since he said he moved to his right, does that mean he is behind him when he is calling this? So we could find where Mitch was on the field. He moves to his right. To Mitch's right. He said he cuts back right. Oh, so you know what that that tells me is that the reason why he couldn't see is because he was in front of him. No, he was in front of him. So he couldn't see. So... Mitch Holtis is oh, yes. is looking at yes yeah you're right the guy as he's coming in picking up the fumble yes so he can't see he can just see a number yeah but he can't see the back of his jersey so it yeah. took probably took him a little bit to kind of shift through the numbers give him a middle of the stadium seat please <laughs> yeah you got to give the broadcasters a better seat no doubt but I will say Kadarius Tony almost became the first punt return touchdown in Super Bowl history. That's right. We learned last week that there hadn't been one. Yep. There still hasn't. Still hasn't been one. It was close. Uh, After that 65-yard punt return, Sky Moore would basically run the same route as Tony did. He also walked into the end zone. In the center of the field with McKinnon, the running back. A fast left side, wide open, Sky Moore, touchdown! Kansas City on a pivot route, and Kansas City has a chance now to get up by eight points 
on a four-yard touchdown pass, Mahomes to Sky Moore. Sky Moore. We... I mean, that's just coaching. I it mean, is. that's just great coaching. I mean, I, 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 I have been watching Tua and the Dolphins for you know five years now, and Tannehill and the Dolphins for twenty years. Anyway. I don't think I've ever seen a receiver that wide open on two consecutive touchdowns. That's just great coaching. And you just wonder, you know, why the enemy can't get a job. But then just great scheme right there. Because the Eagles aren't stupid, or you wouldn't think they are. The Chiefs just out outflanked them on both of those. Yeah, they got caught. They got yeah. caught in some, um, some bad habits, possibly. Now... Jalen Hurts would take his team right down the field, a couple bombs, they get in the end zone on a on a one yard touchdown by him that puts them within well no, tied the game. Sorry, they scored two point conversion, tie it at thirty five apiece. The Kansas City Chiefs would basically run the clock down and Mr. Buckner Bucker. Excuse me. Thank you. Yeah. Bill 20- already Bill done Buckner, it. Yeah, He's already he, suffered enough. Yeah, don't put it on him. <laughs> this would be a redeem if that was him. <laughs> True. Buckner. Townsend will hold it. 11 seconds left in Super Bowl 57. 35-35 tie. The kick is good. And Kansas City leads 38-35 with eight seconds to go in regulation in Super Bowl 57. How do we feel about that call? Little subdued, even though you know that was everybody knew what was going to happen. Maybe he wasn't comfortable. Maybe. Yeah, he didn't sound like he was too comfortable, <laughs> even with only eight seconds left. I, I, you know, first of all, I just uh, think Mitch Holtice is ter- tremendous. So I, I don't want to be too, but yeah, he should have been more. Yeah. That was a Super Bowl winning feel. There wasn't much doubt he was going to make it, though, right? Was it a 26? Well, he already one. doinked one earlier in yeah, the game. True enough, and he almost missed an extra point, so maybe so. He did almost miss that extra point. That was close, <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you, after the game, I was a little surprised. You remember when the Chiefs went ahead 34-27? They kicked the extra point to go up eight. I've seen a lot of teams go for two in that situation to try Put it to go out up reach. nine. Put it out of reach. But the uh, Chiefs chose I, not to, I, and, uh, you know, who knows? I think for the happen. same reason uh, you had McKinnon slide there, I think they thought they were going to have a hard time stopping that offense and then put them in a position where a field goal all of a sudden takes the lead. Yeah. That would have been tough to swallow. Right. Last play of the game, you'll get to hear Mitch Holtis with final call. Clock is going to be out of time, and the pass is going to be underthrown. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. Everyone, everyone who claims the Chiefs' kingdom will raise a banner above the National Football League again for the second time in four seasons. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection, a big red reflection. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. Good for Mitch Holtus not saying the Chiefs are world champions. I, I've never liked that term for a team that wins a championship in our country even though they don't play football really anywhere else i I still like the fact that he just called them super bowl champions that's what they are lastly what would a uh day like this be without the sad radio call from the opposite side we got to hear the eagles here's the eagle side of things hurts goes back he's stepping up he's looking still looking he is launching it deep downfield and it bounces, and the seconds are gone. This is the end of the game. 
And the Kansas City Chiefs have won another Super Bowl. He said, and it bounces. <laughs> it bounces. And it bounces. <laughs> you know, that's the same guy, Merrill Reese, who called uh, Herman Edwards' uh, miracle in the Meadowlands many, many years ago. Talk about a miracle. The Giants were running out the clock. Remember, Joe Pisarczyk fumbled the ball. Yeah, Herman yeah. Edwards picked it up and to ran the it into the end zone. And uh, that was the same Merrill Reese. I think he was hoping for a repeat miracle call there, but it uh, did not materialize for the Eagles. No, it did not. That is your Super Bowl highlights for Super Bowl 57. Yeah, good game. Good highlights. Good stuff all the way around. And before the Eagles fans say, oh, Scraby didn't get any Eagles highlights. They never send any losing highlights, No, we never get any losing highlights. I did search the internet pretty good this morning, and uh, no one posts the other Here's here's your Eagle highlight. Here, I'll give it to you, Eagle fans. Mm -hmm, Here's your mm -hmm. Eagle highlight. The snap goes to Hertz. And five guys push him ahead for a yard and a half. <laughs> there. That's how all they right. scored all three of their touchdowns, Prick. Yeah, that's practically. true. That's true. So there Good you call. go. There's Good your call, eagle Chris. highlight. Good that's call. exactly what it sounded like. So. That play that. has not set well with Chris all day. No. And, no, I tweeted yesterday. I said they have to do something about this because it's. I, I felt like this all year because it happens I never all saw the it. Time. I never saw it during the course of the season. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't think Red Zone ever shows a third and one play no. like that. Or, so, yeah. I, so I never really saw the Eagles do it until the NFC Championship game. They did it a couple times against the 49ers, and I thought, boy, that's I kind that's of that's either ingenious or it should be you know outlawed. And then yesterday, I mean, it, it, honestly, they ran it a half dozen times, and it worked every single time. And I'm thinking. Either that's something that's got to be looked at, or every other team should be doing it because it took all the it just takes all the drama out of third and one. I feel like the Patriots and Tom Brady were doing that. Like, oh, not, they've done not it with for... that, not to that extent where there was three guys surrounding him as he takes the snap, and then they just all push forward. You're giving a lot of credit to uh, Jason Kelsey, which saying, might be the which might be right. I, Maybe other teams just can't pull this off. Yeah, I don't know, I, but I'll be surprised if next year we don't see more teams doing if it. If they, if they, if they, if they go to the courts and have a rule put in for this one, the dude, courts. I'm, I'm over <laughs> the courts. This, this is enough. This is no. Enough. I think the rule is you listen to Chris and put a rule in. <laughs> I think the rule is if you are. You can't push the quarterback from behind. Why you not? can push any other player, but you why can't. not? Because you used to not be able to do easy. it. You used to not be able to do it. I know. Reggie it. Bush got away with one. Bush, 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 baby. The Bush when the Bush push. push was not legal at the time he did that. And they let it go? It is legal now. Well, yeah, it, they didn't call it back yeah, in that USC-Notre yeah. Dame game. But you used to not be able to push the runner. Listen, if you're willing to all. put your quarterback in harm's way by pushing him with four other people... Oh, that's so a good. It. That's a good point. If Tua ran that, they would break him in half. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, yeah he'd never come out. They of that tried. The Baltimore Ravens tried that from a little bit yard farther out. My man lost football, and Bengals <laughs> went the other way with it. So man. that is true. <laughs> Just saying. But Four o'clock, pushing him. Four o'clock hour on the way. Uh, little Chris versus the fans. All right, that's right. Eight three three. Stocked up. Two eight. <laughs> Did you stocked it up? Huh? Oh, I stocked up the questions, <laughs> 833 baby. Eight three three two eight eight. 0973. Morgan and Chris on the way.